Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Today I want to talk about, um, you know, sales conversations. I want to talk about this because it's something that I'm really big on. Um, I have a different kind of point of view to it. And I've been asked a lot by so many people inside of our Facebook group community, as well as clients, just like, can we talk more about the sales conversations, like having sales conversations, booking sales calls, So if you've been following me for a little bit of time, then you know that I don't do sales calls anymore. So I've been in business 20 years, and I would say for the first 15 of those years, um, all I did was sales calls. And I do want to preface here, I'm not saying sales calls are bad, and I'm not saying not to do them. I'm just giving you another perspective. So I also just want to share like why I don't do them anymore. And I just think that this is something I want to talk about. So I think that, you know, for the first 15 years of my, uh, both of my previous business or my current business and previous business, I did sales calls. That's all I did. Um, I did sales calls all day, every day, probably seven days a week. If I wasn't on a sales call, I was on a one-on-one coaching call. So probably the first 15 years of my life, and a lot of you can relate to this, I spent a lot of time on calls. And I I think that I learned a ton. I mean, I could do a whole episode or probably three on like all the different things that were great that came out of doing those calls. And I think that sales calls are fantastic um, if it works for you and if you're good at it and can get good at it. And I think that if you enjoy doing them, they're really, really useful. They're really great. A lot of what I've taught over the years is sales calls. Um, Before I stopped doing them, and people think I'm crazy because before I stopped doing them, I was closing just about 100%, just about 100% of my sales calls. Um, Even in some of the multi-million dollar companies that I've worked for where I've done sales in their companies and taught their sales teams, I still closed never less than probably 80 something percent. Um, and, And here's the thing, it's, for me, I could have had the same results off off a sales call. It wasn't the sales call that allows me to close high. And that was something I figured out over time is like, oh, I don't even need to do a sales call to close at 80, 90%. Like it, it's not the sales call that was helping me to do that. So, um, you know, when we think about having sales conversations, you know, you're having a conversation with someone who also knows they're in a sales conversation right? Like we're not trying to sell to people or have a sales conversation with someone that doesn't even know they're in a sales conversation. That is like sales 101. That's a big no-no, right? You don't have someone get into a sales conversation with you that does not know they're entering a sales conversation. So we have different types of calls, sales conversations, strategy calls, coaching calls, triage calls, connect calls. And I think all of these are really good at certain times in your business. There are times where it's like pull some post some triage calls, do some triage calls, get some people into sales calls from there. Absolutely. I think it's great. I I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't do sales calls anymore for so many reasons. But the main thing I want to talk about today is I just want to shift this perspective that in order to sell a high ticket offer, or in order to generate a lot of sales really fast, I have to be on sales calls. This is just not true. It isn't true. This is just like, it just is not true. And so for me, when I realized, oh, wow, I close 80, 90% when I'm doing direct messages or emailing or any other kind of conversation, just the same as I would if I was on a sales call. Well, if I can have a five minute DM conversation instead of a 45 minute sales call, um, that makes more sense to me, 
right? When you're trying to scale your business, you, you if you're on sales calls constantly, it's just like one-on-one coaching. It's fantastic. It's great. Um, you can't do a whole ton of them because it's your time, but you can do a handful or two of very high ticket one-on-ones and make a great living, right? Um, you can't scale it because it's you training your time, which is why you see a lot of people will do one-on-ones at a super high level. It's a very big investment. They'll only do so many of them in a certain amount of time. And then they'll sell courses, masterminds, and other things, right? Because you're not going to, you can only go so far when you're trading your time for money or your time with a person, right? So with sales conversations, it's like, we're looking at, okay, if, how can I train my audience to not need a sales call in order to buy from me, in order to invest, in order to see the value in working with me, right? So if you're getting on sales calls right now, a lot of people in my community, you're doing one of two things. You're getting on constant sales calls and you're converting and you're doing really well, but you're you're on burnout. Like you literally can't understand or fathom how much longer you're going to be able to do this. Or you're on sales calls all freaking day get an objection after objection, no show after no show, excuse after excuse, wrong person, wrong person. And you're like, what the F? Like, can't do this much longer, right? You're one of those two people. You're somewhere in those lines of like, the sales call thing is either not working or it is not scalable, right? So depending on where you are in either way, regardless of where you are, um, at the end of the day, there's certain things that if you were to come to me and I was your coach, Okay, and you were to come to me and say, Anne, I'm having these sales calls. I'm converting them amazingly. However, I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. I can't like I can't keep doing all these sales calls. Should I build this massive team of people and like pay out hundreds of thousands of dollars every year to have people like do my sales for me? And like I got to manage a team and now I need to be the, a leader and I got to do all this stuff. Like, should I be adding that massive branch to my business or like what should I be doing? Or if you were on the other side coming to me, Anne, I can't do this. Like. I have nonstop sales calls on my calendar and I'm not converting, right? Like they're not, they're not converting. They're not closing. They're not the right people. They're not showing up. They're rescheduling last minute. I'm getting objections after three hours on a call with them. Like I can't do this either way as a, as your coach, I would obviously look at what you've got going on here, your systems and your processes, and we would be streamlining something. Okay. So we would be setting up what I call qualifying markers in your in your business in your process in your sales system okay if you don't have qualifying markers um and systems in your business that's a huge problem all in of itself but the reason i'm able to number one close at such high rates and the reason i'm able to close at high rates equally without ever 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 getting into a sales conversation ever i don't even have people ask me for a sales conversation. The reason that I'm able to do those two things simultaneously is because I have qualifying markers and I have systems to support those. So qualifying markers, um, and I'm probably gonna go live today in my, my Facebook group to talk about this, but qualifying markers are like the top three to five things that you basically look for in an ideal client. Like they must have these things. Okay, they must have these things in order for them to be someone who would win inside of my program, someone who would get results and be one of my best clients. Okay, they're markers. There are things that you look for in in one of your best ideal clients 
It's things that you look for that tell you this person is qualified. That's the first thing. So you have your own qualifying markers um, that you have set up. And these are kind of like your benchmarks. It lets you know like where a person is on your scale of possibly being qualified to work with you, okay? And like actually get results. Working with you and getting results in your programs, those are two different types of people. Just because someone can invest does not mean they're going to get results and do the work and do good with what you teach them and be an awesome client. Those are two different things. So we are looking for qualifying markers that are going to tell you this person will win in my programs. Okay. Um, The second thing is having systems set up around you that call in those types of people. Because the next question you have is like, well, where the hell do you find those amazing people? Well, yeah, that's the next thing is you need systems in place. Okay. Um, I'm a very systematic person. I don't fly by the seat of my pants. I have systems in place. You have to have a system in place that calls in those types of people that speaks to those types of people. Right. And when you speak to those people, you attract those people. And when you attract those people, that's the people that apply for your programs. Those are the people you get in conversations with. Now, rather you're doing sales calls or you're not doing them, you need these in place. Right. Because you don't want to be getting on calls with people that are not showing up and for themselves, for Christ's sake. Right. Like they can't even show up to a sales call. They're certainly not showing up in your program. Um, So they're not committed. They're not showing up for themselves. They don't take this seriously. Um, And that's one of the reasons I kind of stopped doing sales calls is like, A lot of people just don't take that seriously. It's a business call, but people, if it's not positioned properly, people don't really take it seriously, right? So you're having these systems in place that are calling in the right types of people and only, you know, maybe about 90% of the people applying for your programs or reaching out about them and and expressing interest are actually qualified, right? And the other 20%, they're probably a little bit not, right? We'll see. But it it looks a little different numbers-wise for everybody, Um, but... You want to have systems in place that call in the type of people that match your markers. That just makes sense, right? That strategically makes sense. So when we're thinking about um, what does that look like, we're talking about a qualification process. This is a system. It is a set of things that are in place. They are working simultaneously together to call in and attract the right types of people. And so part of what I really look at, um, or part of what I do in my company and what I do with my clients to still call in really high qualified leads, like premium clients that are going to really win and do really good work and do good with the work you you do with them in your programs and don't have to have a sales call. And they don't need to see a sales page and they don't need to ask you 3000 questions and they don't have to go through seven live launches before they can make a decision. And they don't need to go think and ponder and over think it and overanalyze it and go crazy for six months before they can make a decision. If you want to stop attracting those types of people, okay, and you want to stop attracting people who don't show up for themselves and who don't do the work and they don't, um, they're not responsible for their results or lack thereof, and they're needy and they're like dependent on you and they join your program, but then they don't do the things in the program. Like if you want to stop attracting that, you have to speak to those types of people people who don't do that, right? So part of a lot, a lot of what we do in my program, um, in the, um, I would say 90% of the work I do with my clients is around their mindset around this and setting up these systems. And then it's a lot of content. So systems, it's like application, right? Application, maybe a short little video training around your program with a call to action to application. And then it's content. 
Okay, so there's a little bit of assets, not very much. We set up application, maybe a little short video. We have, um, you know, maybe some uh, emails, maybe. That's not even, that doesn't even need to happen. So we can keep this really, really simple. Um, we have a pay links, right? Like that's about it. Okay. And the idea behind the system and the content is that you let those things do the heavy lifting for you. Let the application, the video training, and the content you put out, the words you say, let those things do 90% of the heavy lifting and selling for you. So that by the time people view your content, they hit that video, they fill out that application, they're freaking ready to buy. Like their credit card is out and they're basically like sending you a DM, like, how do I sign up? What's the next steps? I'm ready to do this. Let's go. Like basically they're, I'm in, like, <laughs> what is the next step? How do we get started? Okay. And so do you have less of this stuff? Yeah. I mean, unless your audience is actively constantly growing at rapid speed, hyperspeed, which it should. Uh, you should be growing your audience actively every day to keep your sales pipeline full. But if you're just thinking about, um, you know, if you're just thinking about like scaling up your sales, like just keep leads coming through this funnel. And, you know, again, remember that you're replacing sales calls. So that's freeing up your time. That's freeing up your time. And instead you're focusing on quality content that speaks to the right people. And you're focused on getting a system in place that works seamlessly and converts really high for you so that you don't have people saying, I need a sales call with you. If you're putting out content, which you're already doing, if you're already marketing and you're already selling and you're already giving value on the front end, why do we also have to get on a call? Why are we even having to have calls? And that's what I was thinking is like, wow, like I'm already like selling my program online. I'm already doing videos. I already have an application. I already give insane value that really educates people on who I am, what I do, how I can help them, like what it takes to win in my program. They know my program. They understand my program. Like, why do we need to get into a sales conversation for 30, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, two hours, whatever? Like, we're not even real. Like, they're not even productive calls. It's like, it's already information I've shared, right? And also, I can just answer your two questions in a DM conversation in five minutes versus getting on a call for six hours where you go down this rabbit hole of telling me the last 30 years of your life of all the things that like sucked and didn't work. Like, why are we doing that, right? So this is the thing is like, I don't get on sales calls and I also don't have people asking me for them. I don't even put it out as an option. It's like, DM me if you have a question after you've looked over everything. Um, if you have a question, send me a DM or reply to this email and ask me your question. I'm happy to answer it. Um, I do have a sales page. So once you have a sales page, if you choose to have a sales page, I always tell people, go to my sales page. And after you review it completely, if you still have questions, send me a DM. But make sure you review the sales page because everything is on there that you need to know. People, sometimes you get these people where they just want to nitpick every question and they just want like, they they literally cannot function if they don't get in your DM and nitpick everything. And so a lot of the times, like my best clients don't do that. They don't even look at my sales page. Um, they don't even need it. They don't ask for it. They're just like, okay, cool. How do I sign up? Like, can you just send me the link? Literally. I have DM after DM with clients saying, 
awesome. This sounds great. Can you send me the link? Like, where do I sign up? What's the next step? <laughs> That's literally the day, my day, like DMs. Um, once in a great while, someone's like, hey, I have a quick question. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Can you send me the link? How do I sign up? Right? Like sometimes there's a question. Nobody's saying, except for the wrong clients, no one is like, I need to see a sales page. Can I have a sales page? Do you have a sales page I can review? Um, is there something I can look at? Like, what do you need to look at? Like, what don't you understand, right? There's something you don't understand if you need to look at something. Um, nobody's like, do you do calls? Do you have a sales call? Can I have a sales call? Like, you. so it starts with your messaging. You need to speak to the higher self of the ideal clients that you want to call in. So like when I put out content, I will say things like, my clients and I don't do sales calls and here's why. Or my clients, my best clients that win in my programs don't need to see my sales page. In fact, they don't even ask to see my sales page. They don't ponder for three weeks on, is this the right program or not? Um, They don't ask for a sales call. They don't need a sales call. Um, They don't need to ask me 300 questions that are essentially convincing them they can do this. They already know they can do this. Like that's the type of content I create. When you talk like that, you're literally qualifying out all those little tire kickers and brain pickers and like freebie seekers and like the insecure. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just, they're not the clients that are going to like join your program and get results. They're not the clients that are going to like come in and win in your program. And you can feel bad about that. And you can be like, oh, I feel so bad. I'm going to chase them around and really try to help them. Go ahead. More power to you. I'm just telling you, if you want to make money in your business, you've got to go, you've got to focus and go after the people who also want to make money and who also want to make an impact and who also are going to do good with your work. Otherwise, you just have a bunch of people in your program that are not doing anything with anything that you're teaching them except taking up all your time and energy and they're not doing any good with your work. And so there's zero impact happening. And like, for me, that is pointless. I might as well go get a job. So at the end of the day, it's not about, again, business is business. It's not, it's not a personal thing. You can't be emotionally attached to like, Oh, I feel so bad for the people at the bottom that like, don't want to do the work. Like maybe I can spend my life trying to make them want to do the work. Like more power to you if you want to do that. But at the end of the day, like I prefer to work with people um, where they're responsible and they're adults and I don't need to be getting them to do things or convincing them of things or uh, persuading them and convincing and like begging and, oh, you can do it. You can do it. I promise. Like just sign up. You can do it. Yes, I promise you can do it. Okay, fine. We'll talk next week about it. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. You're all in or you're all out. This is your responsibility as an adult, as a business owner, like run your shit like a boss, right? Like those are the types of women we're trying to call in and to attract because those are the women who are going to, they're going to win with your program. They're going to win in their business and in their life with or without you. They're already doing it. Like they're going to come in and they, they will make sure they, they win and they get results with your stuff. They will, that they're determined to do it. That's how they function and lead in their life. They're not the people that are like, I know I only have 35 minutes to coach with you, but like I haven't done anything in the last two weeks because life, like just life. And so I just need to like vent for 35 minutes of your life. That's not good use of your coaching time. If people are doing that over and over and they're draining you about the same things over and over. And like, I know we're getting on deeper conversations here, but I think it is critical that we need to understand that the words we put in our content 
and the messaging we put out there, it attracts a certain person. And this is the difference between you making more money in your business with less, with more ease and less hustle. It's also the difference in your clients making money or getting results with your services, your programs. It might not be money, but getting transformation and results. It is the global, it's a difference in making a global impact. The people that you bring into your programs, they're going to fall on one side or the other. They're either showing up and doing nothing with what you're teaching them, which is pointless, or they're showing up and they are winning with what you're teaching them. And then they're teaching it to their clients so their clients can win. And then their clients are doing it and their clients and so on and so forth. That's the ripple effect. That's how we create movement. That's how we create global impact. We're not creating global, we're not creating any impact if all we're doing is scooping the people at the bottom that are like, I can't get out of bed today. I, I suck. Like one thing, fit. like what are you going to do with those people? It's not about good, bad, right, or wrong, guys. This is business. Like this is not personal. We're not making friends. We're not like, these are not our family members. These are not our children. They're not our responsibility. Right? Like you're not their mother, their father. They have, like, they're adults. They're grown ass adults, right? Like they are responsible to run business like a boss or go get a job if they can't hack it. Like we have to just understand boundaries. And I think that, you know, it's, for me, it's all mindset stuff. It's all their mentality. It's their resilience, their commitment. Like I can work with someone who's not making any money in their business right now. And they will fucking crush in my program because they have the mindset, because they have the commitment, they have the resilience, the dedication, the tough skin. They're all in. They're all in. They're a grown-ass adult business owner running business like a boss. They are doing it with or without me. Those women, those are the types of people that you want to be calling in. It's not about how much money they do or do not make. I mean, they need to make money to invest in you. But um, this is about their mentality, their commitment, their their resilience, like these are the women that will find the money if they don't have it. These are the women who will do whatever to get it. These are the women that they're like, I'm not failing. That's not an option. I will get results. I will have transformation. Like I'll make it happen. They are so responsible. And so in your messaging, that's the thing you need to work on. Like that is probably 99% where my clients struggle. Mindset and their messaging. And those two things go hand in hand because your messaging is literally an extension of your beliefs and your thoughts. It's literally an art. Whatever you write and however you say it carries an energy with it. And that energy is your beliefs. It's your shit. It's your story. It's your stuff, right? Like that is all messaging is. Messaging is 100% a reflection of you. And so whatever you're putting out there is who you're going to call in. Right. And that's up to you to change that if you don't like it. If you don't like the people you're calling in, if it's not the people you want, that's up to you to change it. Stop talking to those people. Stop attracting those people. Stop acting like those people. Stop being those people in your life, in your business. You have to make those changes. It's mindset, it's internal, it's messaging. Okay. Um, That's where it begins. When you get that in place and then you couple it with a proper qualification process or a set of systems. People are, are ready to buy before they even get to the point, right? Like literally they are clicking and applying. They are sending you DMs, whatever the call to action is that you're sending them. 
and you're bypassing sales calls, strategy calls, hours long in the DMs, millions of hours of question after question. People who are like, can you tell me what time that call is? Like little nitty gritty details. And you're like, WTF, this doesn't even freaking matter. The stuff you're asking me does not matter to your results. What is going on? It's those types of people that will qualify themselves out when they read your messaging and your invitation to work with you. They're literally going to check, they're not going to check your boxes and they're going to be like, oh, that's not me. And they're literally just not going to apply. They're going to check themselves right out 90% of the time, right? You'll get a few of those flukes, but for the most part, they're, they're checking out. They're like, oh yeah, that's not me. This doesn't resonate with me. It doesn't even speak to me. And vice versa, you could be doing the same with this low energy, lack, negative, desperate type of marketing, this amateur type marketing that's calling in all the bottom feeders. You're scooping up all the bottom feeders with your messaging. You can also call in all those people and qualify out your high end premium clients because that shit does not resonate with them, right? They're not interested in that type of content. So it doesn't matter where you are. If you are new in your business and you're hustling to do these sales calls or you're freaking seven, six, seven figures in your business and um, you know, you're doing these sales calls. Regardless, like I've literally gone into multi-million dollar companies and we've closed millions of dollars of sales without a single sales call by just putting these things in place. And so you don't need to be, I'm just, you can, but I'm shifting this for you. You don't have to be doing sales calls. Now, you can take everything I'm teaching you right here and do it and have the call to action be to a sales call. But guess what will happen? Your sales call will be like 10 minutes, 15 max, if you're enrolling them right there on the phone, and you'll probably get 98% less objections, so almost none, maybe a couple questions, no objection. You'll convert that call in a third of the time and almost zero effort from you, and you're going to see your sales go up. So even if you want to keep doing sales calls, you still need to set this process up, and then you'll only ever get on the phone with the people that qualify and hit your markers higher on the scale, and you're going to see your sales go up. If you're someone who's like, yeah, I have a sales team or a salesperson, well, guess what? You better get this stuff in place or that salesperson is going to quit because they're not going to make any money and they're going to be working with objections 24-7. Nobody wants to do that. You don't even have to have objections if you just put these things in place. Like, you're just complicating things, right? So this is a huge thing that I've been doing for years. Like, I just don't have an interest of doing sales calls. To me, it's like free coaching. You're not paying me. So why do I need to get on the phone and have 30-minute, 45, 60-minute conversations with unqualified people that are literally going to no-show or object after the at the very end? Like, why do I need to do that if I have proper content, right? I have a proper application. If I have things in place that give you all the answers that you need and it just comes down to you making a decision, why do we need to get on the phone? Why do I need to get on the phone and spend 30 minutes, 60 minutes or more trying to help you get ready, right? Like you can look at my stuff and you'll know if you're ready or not. That's up to you. So it's not even my job to be like trying to do that right? You can put content and systems in place with backed up energy and call in the people that are ready and they don't need all that. Or you can just keep doing what you're doing and spend the rest of your life on calls and no-shows and objections and whatever, right? Like I choose to not do that. Now I recommend to my clients who do choose to still do the sales calls, which is totally fine, don't ever get on a call with anyone who does not have their credit card in their hand and they're ready. 
So those sales calls become enrollment calls. Again, it's just a mindset shift. And then you need to shift your messaging, you need to shift your energy, and you need to set up systems, period. And if you do those things, you you just don't need to be putting in all this effort to close sales, right? Imagine, and look at it this way, we'll wrap with this. Like, I love to do analogies and give examples. If I go into my grocery store and one of the floor managers comes over to me and is like, hi, welcome. What are you looking for today? Oh, I'm here to get my groceries. Awesome. What do you plan on buying today? What are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for this and this and I fill my cart and I'm like, I don't know, you know, um, maybe I should put all this back. Maybe I should. And like, if that sales manager is like, no, you should buy it. Like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, and she's like, no, you really should. Can you imagine what our lives would look like if that's how we operated? But guess what? We don't do that, do we? When we walk in the grocery store, we know what we're buying. We have the money and we're fucking buying the groceries. We don't need floor managers, right? Grocery stores don't need a salesperson walking the floor and like chasing the clients, chasing the people around the grocery store and saying, no, no, don't put that back. Buy it, buy it. Why aren't you buying it? Oh, please shop here. Please come back next week. Oh, please buy your groceries here. Like, no, no, don't put it all back. Why are you doing that? Like, if you think about it, how come we don't have that? Because the grocery store isn't even going to freaking put that time and energy. If you're walking in the grocery store, you're buying shit, right? Like, same thing with your hair salon. They're not running around chasing people on the street. Please come in and buy. Oh, please, you should definitely do your hair. The door's opened. It's open. We're here for business. Here's what we do. This is our clientele, and here's the hairstyles we do. Enter if you want to buy. When people enter these places, they're pulling out their credit cards and they're paying right? You don't see these people running around, chasing people down the street or through their stores or their salons, begging them to buy things, right? Their shoppers are already there to shop, right? Just look at your local businesses. Look at your local businesses, okay? Um, And so when you think about your business, There's effort that I think you could be putting in other places that would just get you bigger results faster and easier. And it would just call in more of the right people. And we can't make impacts with bottom feeders. We can't scoop up people at the bottom that don't want to change their situation. They want to wait for someone to do it for them. They want to wait for that free PDF that's going to be the biggest hidden secret of at all time that's going to make them millions of dollars and they don't have to do any of the work that anyone else has had to do. And we can't make impact if all we do is focus on the people who are paralyzed by fear and paralyzed by their own self-thoughts and self-sabotaging to the point where they can't even take in what you're saying as valuable and do something good with it. You can't change someone who doesn't want to change. You can't get someone to do what you want them to do if they don't want to do it. You can't get someone results if they don't care to do the work. Like, that's what we need to understand. This is business. Your doors are open and your marketing and systems, your content and your systems should do all of the work for you. The people coming into your store should be credit card in hand ready to buy, right? Like, 
90% of the time. Yeah, sometimes you get the people that will come in, oh, I'm just looking, that's fine. But 90% of the time, they're there to, they already know what they want. They already know this is the store for them, AKA you are the one. And they're already here, like they're here to buy. They're here to shop, they're ready for it. You don't need to convince and negotiate and beg and spend hours of your life every day talking to these people to their goals, like, right? So we could go on and on, but I really just wanted to like get this conversation started around this because I think that it is such an important conversation to have. And it's not even about doing a sales call or not, even though, yes, the, the whole focus of this conversation is in, you know, enrolling these premium clients without ever having to do a sales call. And I think that that's just the shift I want you to have, although you can continue to do sales calls and still set this process up and close more, right? So I just think, again, it is more so a mindset shift and in, in you looking at your gap in your bottleneck in your business right now. Like you can, you know, if you're calling in the right people, you know, if your sales process is easy and seamless and consistent and repeatable and steady and scalable, you know, if it is or it's not, regardless of what stage of business you're at, you know that, you know, if the process is ease, you know, if the process is absolutely spot on, you know, if you're bringing in the right people, you know, if you're not bringing in the right people, like, you know, if you're stuck on sales calls or not, like, you know, this, so you can assess very easily. Um, where you're at and what your bottlenecks are and what you might need to change. Um, you know, and I would recommend like, if this is speaking to you and you are someone who's like, okay, this is gold. And I think I know exactly what I need to be changing. Um, and it's something that you want support with, then send me a DM. Let me know you listen to the podcast and you're interested in um, learning how you can uh, how we might be able to work together. Cause again, I don't know if I can help you, right? Like we'd have to have a conversation um, and you need to fill out an application, but definitely at least get the conversation started. Reach out to me. Let me know that this is absolutely something you would love to implement within your company, within your, your, you know, uh, your programs and your pro your sales process. Um, we can absolutely talk, take a look at, you know, do a little audit, see what you got going on, see if what we're doing would be helpful for you. If it would even be a solution, if it would even be a fit, um, we'll have you fill out an application. We'll ask you a few questions. And if so, then yeah, we'll get you started. If not, then we'll tell you what you should probably go off and do so that you at least have some clarity on your next step. So um, I hope this was helpful. I would really, really love to um, hear your takeaways about this uh, topic and any questions you have. Again, your biggest takeaway would be awesome. I'd love to know that we're on, on spot here with the content. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, yeah, send me a Facebook DM or an Instagram DM. Let's chat. Um, let's talk and I'll see you guys next time. Bye everybody.